Welcome to the Electrician Success Podcast. I'm Greg Allen, and this is your daily performance boost. Hey guys, this is a really exciting episode where we talk with Scott from Hot Electrics about what to do in a situation where you've got no work and no money, and you just don't know what to do. Now, I've been there so many times, I'm currently in that situation with my own business, and there's some things that you can do in order to make sure that you are getting work in. So hopefully this podcast gives you punch of super motivation, ideas that you can do to build your existing customer base and get them back on board using this magic wizard sales method we teach in the academy, how to build that out from the foundation and make it your own, how to utilize advertising and remarketing and how to choose your target market and not discount. There's so much in this episode. I'm really, really excited to hear from you guys. If this is really helping you, reach out, let me know. Just to let you know, we've got a 10% discount for anyone that wants to sign up to Academy Platforms. If you're a business owner, we recommend you get both the business and the electrician journey. The reason being is one is for in the office and the other one is for in the field. Now, if you're a sole trader, you need both of those. But if you're an employer, you need to know what your electricians could be getting if you had the electrician journey for them on the protein manager. Now, if you want to use that 10% discount, it's lifetime, 10% every month off your membership. And that's the code you need to use at checkout is P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in capital letters. That is podcast, all in capital letters. So let's not hang around. Let's get into this one because it is so big. And I hope you guys get a lot out of it and we'll catch you in the next one. Let's go. How's it going, Scott? I'm good, mate. How's your day? Yeah, going good, man. It's pretty hectic out there, isn't it? Pretty quiet. It is. Yeah, it is. Stressful times at the moment, mate. Stressful times. Tell me about (laughs) your situation. Well, um, works seem to have dried up and we don't seem to be winning the quotes like we used to. Uh, I know that I'm not. I'm not too expensive because I look at my profit and loss and we're not profiting. So I'm not going to, to do more work just for the sake of having work and lose money. Um, so we are um, doing all that we can to take advantage of every lead that comes in. Obviously, yep. there's always more that I can do. Um, and recently, or just today, I've contacted two uh, uh, real estate agents, property managers, introduced myself, met one of them in person. Oh, fantastic. And kind of just, just kind of started that relationship where now that they're on my list, I'm going to be talking to them for a very long time. Yep. Whether or not we, we do work for them is not up to me, but it is up to me to keep in touch with them and to know about our services as much as possible. Yeah. And I've just been um, looking at Google AdWords a lot, getting you – know, I'm, I'm still fairly new to it all. I think we're, you know, we're paying quite a bit of money and just getting, you know, I'm still, still getting time wasters, which I know is always going to be, um, no matter what you do in whatever way of marketing you, you go about it, you are going to get the time wasters. Um, but yeah, I think we were spent 140 bucks today on seven clicks, but I know there is one job out of it tomorrow. Um, and yeah, so we're at the point right now that I need to be hustling and doing all that I can because yeah. all the all the accounts are drained. Yep. We've still got wholesaler bills from last year that need to be paid. Um, 
we have wholesalers chasing us. Uh, we are, we're, we're dry on money. We're also chasing a couple of old bills coming out. And this is the time where I would normally, or last year, really down all my prices. So we're just getting work in, but I've really seen how detrimental that is yeah. by doing that. So I'm not, I'm not willing to do that anymore. Um, and yeah, I went to a job today and you know, it was just install a PowerPoint and I said, okay, no worries. $99 service charge to install this PowerPoint, 160 bucks. We can get it done for you at 1 PM. And it was currently 10 AM. Like, oh, it's too expensive. I'm like, mate, this is, this is a, this is a pretty good price. You know, like, you know, what do you expect? So that's when, okay, you know, a year ago I would have said, oh, you know, pretty much how much do you want to pay and just take it for the sake of taking it? Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, because I want to be profitable and I want to be around forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right, man. You want to be really f- making sure that you're making a profit on every job you do. There's no point going out and just doing work for the sake of doing work. And what I learned last week, I'm a bit of an idiot, I should have learned it before, but when you're doing work that's not profitable, you have to pay GST on that work that you're already losing money on. Yep. Pay uh, an so, extra so 10%. It's a it's a double whammer because yeah. I got a I got a bad bill last last week. I'm like holy shit, we haven't got that money to pay it, so we're gonna start a new payment plan. Yeah, and then um, I'm actually gonna get him to do a bit of a, a budget for us. Yeah, um, just because he says you know there's a lot of people in your position. Don't stress, you can get out of it. This is what I normally do for people, just so they're aware of it. And I'm gonna do all that I can on a daily basis to track productivity, um, to look at the reports all the time, just have that visibility there. And if I need to make a change, I can make a change that day, not wait till the end of the week, month, or quarter. Yeah, awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. You want to be assessing your performance as often yeah. as you possibly can. For us at Response Electricians, we check every job, and yeah. we don't. And management just check it. Our electricians check it. So when they're writing their job notes, they're actually putting the billable time and the actual time taken for each item they do from the shopping list pricing system. And they yes. know whether or not they were profitable or not in terms of time. And if they're profitable in terms of time, which is what's your biggest expense out of everything? Wages. 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 So if you, and so if you can cover all of that and you, and you know that your billable hours are higher than your actual hours worked on site, including travel. So make sure you incorporate call outs all in the shopping list yep. pricing system level. You need to ensure that as accurately as possible, you're checking every item you do. Yeah. Not just once a week. It's like every single line item of notes you write. Did did were we above 100% productivity on that item? Because if we weren't, yeah, it's the problem is communication. We needed to communicate earlier. Yes. And we cover all of that inside the academy anyway, but. You know, that's that's really important that you're micro-assessing your work and when you start to hire lots of people, they are mic- they themselves are micro-assessing their work so they know that yeah. they're profitable, they know that they're helping the company grow, which helps them grow and, and keep a job in a, in a good company like you are. So Definitely. That's why I don't want to put on any more people until we're profiting with the two vans because yeah. if I do, I'm just... I'm scaling the loss. I'm scaling the, the, the productivity that's not productive. Yeah, you're compounding. Bam. Smashing it. Yeah, compounding it. I have to fix the problem first and then we can scale. 
Yeah, man. No, for sure. So, so that's really great. That's what you're doing. So now that you're thinking like that, you're going to be able to make changes fast. That's really good. You're thinking that way. So the next step is to get the work in so you can make sure that, because you said we're not profitable anyway, so there's no point taking on extra work. Well, another thing yeah. could be a factor in, in that whole calculation. It's not that you, you don't want to do unprofitable work, but you also need to have enough work so that at the end of the day, you're billing enough billable hours that you cover your overhead. Yes. So you need to make sure that you're covering the operational costs and your fixed costs of your business so that at the total end of everything, then you, whether or not you make a profit. So when it comes to billable hours, it's all good checking each line item that you're profitable. But say if you had three jobs in the day, one at seven o'clock, one at 12 o'clock, and one at three o'clock, and they're all an hour long, right? So total actual work on, on the job is three hours, and yep. you're able to make 200% efficiency for the day, for the jobs, yep. every job. For the whole day, you're actually under 100% efficient. Exactly. So even though you're able to bill six hours, you're still under 100% efficient for the whole day. So that's why it's really important that you have enough work, but also the work that you do have is profitable. So there's two things that you really want to be focusing on. So you've, you've done the right move, man, by going out and doing your proactive marketing stuff. So let's jump into that. Tell me about your experiences today. I'm really eager to hear what you got into. Well, I've, um, I used Upwork to get a list um, and I, I looked through that list. I checked it because it was starting to get a little bit low quality. So I got the guy to fix it all up. So I was happy with it. And then I got the VA to put it into Asana with the name and the company and suburb as the, as the actual task. And then I go into the description. I've got the email. I've got the, the, the number for contact. Um, and then, you know, a couple of notes mm -hmm. and then I just started today and it was a perfect excuse to get started. I went to a Google call out, uh, and all it was is this guy has purchased a light from Bunnings and tried to change it over himself. I fucking hate it, but yeah. it's so common and we're coming across it so much. Yeah. And the idiot just put the switch wire in neutral in the loop terminal and the earth terminal. Uh, oh my <laughs> God. And it didn't work. And it's so bloody, it's so dangerous. And, you know, people just don't take it seriously. No. So I changed it over. We charged him a call out. I had a look at the switchboard and the bloody service fuse is ceramic and it's got tape holding it together. Otherwise, the service fuse would fucking break. Oh, my like, God. It's terrible. And I said, you know, your, your, your switchboard's going to catch on fire. You've got no electrocution protection. It's all fuses. It's an asbestos panel. It's terrible. And he said, I know, I've been telling the landlord for years to try to get it fixed. He never has. Yeah. I said, what's, what's your property manager? Tell me about them, you know, and I actually found that they were in the list that I did anyway. Yeah. So I just contacted them direct and I just said, listen, I've got a safety certificate of compliance to drop off. Yeah. I've got a hard copy. Can I come in, uh, drop it off to you? There's also some really dangerous electrical work. We need to get it sorted as soon as possible. Yeah. Otherwise, this house may, may catch on fire. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I say to people, it's my responsibility. If you go to a doctor with a sore throat and the doctor finds cancer and he doesn't tell you, he's, he's, he's doing it wrong because yeah. you know he saved your life. Yeah, man. Exact same thing. Exact same thing with this. Yeah. Um, I actually met the guy. Um, were elders in Wollongong, 
Uh, and he's the the owner or the licensee's son. Introduced myself, uh, made a good impression, gave him a box of chocolates, um, flyer, some magnets, and I just said, you know, I'll send you over an email with the quote. Told him about my our electrical health checks and how it's going to save him money and you know, really give certainty to all the property owners. Yeah, and that it's something that that we're doing a lot of, and I highly recommend it. And just really thank him for his time, and you know, hope that we can keep in touch. And then I sent him a follow up email. Um, just pretty much introducing ourselves and what we do. Yeah. And then um, told him that he'll be receiving a quote, but it'll come from a different email because it's from my quoting software. Yeah. Uh, and the next guy, I just I called him up, and it turns out uh, he's he's the licensee of two um, two Ray Whites, one in Soho Harbour, one in Oak Flats. Yeah. Um, so I just you know I saw a picture of him. I saw that he's into sports. You know, I just gave him a call. I introduced myself, who I am. Um, I tried try to make a bit of a joke, but he didn't really laugh. I just said, mate, like, not not a joke, but something to lighten it, something to break the ice. I yeah, said, yeah. Hey, um, you know, I was looking at your photo, mate. It's such a sharp photo of yourself, mate. You definitely scrub up well. And he didn't say anything to it. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Expecting him to joke around or something. But yeah. anyway, um, but I just, I just, he said, we've already got a preferred contractor with electricians i said that's great you know we don't we're not stepping on their toes but we're introducing our services yeah i'd love to work with you you look like someone who i'd like to have a working relationship with mm -hmm. i thought i'd just give you a call yeah uh, please send over an email just introducing yourself yeah okay. he said, yeah mate no problems at all so I, i've sent through that email as well um maybe i'll i'll post them a flyer yeah. a brochure a hot electric brochure yeah something like that but I'm just looking to keep in touch with people and just build a relationship because I know when someone calls me, the first time I'm calling me, I'm thinking, what do you want? Why are you calling me? This isn't making me money. So what, you know, how long is it going to take? That's, you know, that's what a lot of people who are busy are thinking like. So I'm hoping to build a relationship because I know when salespeople call me back three, four, five, six times, I start to get friendly with them. We start the joke. Yeah. So that's something I'm looking to do with property managers yeah. uh, as long as, you know, we can convert some which i'm sure we will yeah all right cool yeah can i break this down a little bit for you so Absolutely. um my personal thought on the uh the comment that you made about the guy's photo is yeah. uh flattery is is a thing that where you make a compliment of someone you don't know and it's not it has to come across really genuine and so yeah. like you just told me you said mate to him as well remember mate we talk about yes, mate in the yes. academy. Yeah, Using yeah. The, talking to people like mate, that's a really good photo. A good photo, mate. Like it's it's sort of it can be taken depending on the person's experiences and the way they are can be taken, you know, positively or negatively. But a lot of people, if you don't know them, it's it's a cautious water, especially highly professional people, where especially a license licensee of a company might have a bit more. Um, higher That's expectations cool. of like what the who yeah. they want to work with and and what they expect of someone and yes. they have a, a, a they also have an avatar of the type of person they want to work with so you've got to try and become that as much as possible find out what property management company licensees like in terms of personality who's the type of people they like to work with because what will happen is you you attract the type of person that you're the way you're speaking to them. Like initial sales, you've got to connect with the the ideal customer. And so for you, who is your ideal customer at the moment? Is it a cheap 
real estate? Is it a half half ass real estate or a highly professional real estate? A highly professional is someone who values high quality service uh, and someone who, you know, they can rely on us that, you know, we will get the job done once and we'll get it done right. Yeah. So it's not a, and what you might attract is if you use the wrong language and the wrong tonality and the wrong, you know, uh, sales pitch from the start is you may attract people that want the cheapest price. So you're going to yeah. come up with the, and you've got enough knowledge now from the academy that you've, you realize that, no, I can't go in with the cheapest price. I'm not going to do it. But what, you, what you're doing is also you're restricting yourself to that type of client and you're not going to do it, but then you're limiting yourself through language, tonality, and sales pitch to the high-end quality client because it's yeah, highly yeah. perceptional. Like it, the perception is high right from the start. You have to be perceived as the best quality if you want the best quality client. Yeah. So everything you do in terms of your language, tonality, professional brochure, professional email signature, like all of those things that you, when you combine them together, they go, this is the real deal. This is a high-end package that we're receiving here. I'm going to yeah. listen some more to this person. But just be careful talking to someone on that initial phone call. I know what you're trying to do is trying to break the ice. It's just be really cautious because some people, you got to find breaking the ice in a different way where you're not commenting, especially on looks, um, yep. on pro probably something you know they'll be. Remember we talk about the front door art piece where someone puts yep. it at the front door. You know they're going to be pretty happy with that because it's in their home. Now, the same thing is with real estates or businesses and all that sort of stuff. you got to try and find out what they value the most. Because once you've yeah. once you've found that out, then you can confidently talk to them about that and ask them about that rather than tell them about that. Yeah. So for instance, even that photo that you're telling me about, you might want to say something like, um, I was just looking at your photo on your website. I actually need to get a headshot myself. Do you mind sharing your photographer's phone number because that's a really great photo yeah so something like that where, where you're actually spinning it but i'd probably stay away from photos altogether and do something like achievements um yes you know the the language they use on their website some some stuff that they say on their website they, they might say professional um mm. you know uh care about our tenants you know whatever their sort of language is Try and mimic yep. that as much as possible when you're talking to, especially the licensee, but the property managers as well. I've seen on yep. your website, you said this, this, and this. I value the same things within my electrical business. I'd love to catch up with you and talk more because I feel like yeah. we have a bit of a synergy. I don't call everyone. I just look for people that actually have the same sort of thing and you popped up on my Facebook. Something like that, yeah. you know, where it's... Another, another thing I said, which is probably wrong, is I'm, I'm calling property managers so we can get more work so not we can get more work so we can sell um, about you. more real estate yeah and no one cares about yeah. you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's no you know what i mean though like no it's so, it's so true you, at the end of the day it's so true like it's, yeah. it's not about me it's about them because i'm exactly. servicing them yeah so when you think about it in in terms of the big picture it's not no one cares about you as a person but they they're all in it for themselves so what can you give to me is what they're thinking yeah. 
So when you're talking about we want more work, well, it's like, well, <laughs> how's that going to help me if I give you more work? So yeah, after after um after you know. Jab, 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 right hook, you know, give, give, give before you can even ask. You know, you have to... The best thing you know, is stop. you've started, dude, like that. You yeah. s- as soon as you start, you make mistakes. Be okay with exactly. it. You know, it is oh, yeah. fucking hardcore calling yeah. people up and you've never spoken to them before. It's awkward. It's weird. But guess what? You get better at it. And oh, you get real good at it. And the more you do it and just anyone out there that listens to this, just I, I encourage you and provide you with confidence and experience to, you know, go and try it and keep trying it, even though it's fucking awkward and weird at the start. It just is. And you make so many mistakes. Definitely. But it's, it's a learning curve and it's, and it's a great way to, you know, I can call people in three different cities within 10 minutes you know, and you wouldn't be able to travel that far. So yeah. the cold call is so valuable. But what I think I need to improve is creative ways to follow up. So I can't just call up and say the exact same thing I said last time. You know, I have to start to create a relationship, start to offer some type of value or free service or something in order for them to still want to communicate with me. You okay. know what I mean? I can't just keep calling up and just saying, by the way, it's me again. How are you? By the way, it's me again. How are you? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So, man, have you followed the Magic Wizard sales method from the Academy? Or you haven't had a chance to get into that level yet? I haven't had a chance to get into that level yet. So we worked through it together. And yes. one of the key things was to make that first phone call really short. Yep. And so, you know, it's it's worth you going and checking that out because there's a lot to it. And following that process is what you want to be doing because it's a proven and tried and tested process that works. Yep. So, but, you know, starting is the first thing and I'm sure if you did it all by yourself you could work it out eventually it's just yeah, you know I've had 10 years of fucking up and doing the wrong thing and trying new things and dialing into what actually works and doesn't yeah, so reflecting yeah um, but you know if you just practice and practice and practice anyway you'd come up with mm. your own model because yeah. you'd find what works best for you but you know that's that's something you just have to you have to start doing and f- follow that process and, and uh, you know, that real short, unattached, you know, short phone call to them, mm. hang up and then just go to the, go to the second, second step of the whole process, which is to follow up. And the follow-up call, like you're saying, and they come up with some creative ways to follow up. Well, just a follow-up is good enough. Yeah, true. You just need to have something you, you've sent to them first so you can follow it up. Exactly. Well, I know one thing that's important to me as a business owner, when people are trying to sell me their services or even if someone who wants to work for me, you know, like they can call, oh, you're putting on anyone at the moment. Oh, no, but, you know, you can send me an email. 10 out of 10 times, they would never call me back again. But I know if someone was to continually call me back, hey, it's me again. I really want to work for you, something like that, something yeah. along those lines. You know, you've got that hunger. If I could show that hunger with a property manager, I know they're going to, they're going to think to themselves, wow, this guy really does consider me important or whatever it may yeah. be, and I can tell he's going to look after me. Yeah. So just the follow-up itself is it is vitally important. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, that, that every follow-up you do is a 
you know, a form of communication and a way to connect with that person. So exactly. yep. start speaking on a, a very personal level with your list. You've got your list, you've got your names. Start speaking yeah. personally to that one person and it's for that person and how you're going to help that person. Because, you know, if you're out there just yeah. trying to get your own work for yourself and not really considering what's in it for them and not actually providing them with any value, and maybe you are providing with lots of value with through good service, but if you can't communicate that from the start, they're not going to give you a shot. Now, would you recommend maybe... Uh, an offering just to, to get the leads in or to get the work happening that I could offer a free electrical health check with every call out or with every job. So I'm not going there for free. I'm already there for a job or for something, but at the same time, you know, just more of an incentive or do you think that then degrades my value? Well, it does, doesn't it? Because you're going and doing free work. Yeah. You shouldn't do free work because yeah. that health check's going to take your time. And yes. it's going to take you billable hours, and which you won't have billable. It's going to take you actual hours, sorry, and you won't be able to bill for them. So that's unless you incorporate it through the upsell. But mm. how how much can you convert? Is is def, definitely things that you can test and measure. We haven't had much again, success with the conversion side of things. Of course, at the end of the day, I want to be more. Uh, I want to be perceived as the the right person for the job. And the reason why I'm perceived as the right person for the job isn't because I'm cheaper than an extra bloke, but because I seem reliable, um, a high quality service, great communicator, and, you know, get it done as soon as possible. Yeah. Not this guy's 20% cheaper than the other guy. Yeah. And you might even want to go with a strategy that you're not the preferred electrician. You're the secondary yeah. electrician for 100 companies. And that's yes. the way you... But you're a high value service, so yep. you're more expensive. You're way more expensive, and they only use you on the occasions where their their preferred electrician isn't there. So starting yeah, yeah. as a secondary electrician, hey, I'm sure that you've already got a preferred electrician, but I'd love to help you out when you need help in the back end. You know, when yeah. when the other guy's stuck, I want to be there for you. And then yeah. you know, it might take six months before they send you a job, but when they do, you hit it on the nail on the head. And they're like, holy moly, they're good. Yep. And then you start to get more and more. Totally understand, yeah. This this sales process is a long-term. You've got to be, to come in, offer your services and get work is going to be good luck because yep. that means that they were looking at the time that you asked. And it really comes down to that. If you're going to get that sort of work and you you introduce yourself and you start getting work from someone, it just means you've walked in at the fucking right time yep. and no one else has. That's not the right place, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's an asset that you're building. Not only am I building my skills in communication, in connecting, uh, in cold calling, my own confidence, um, sounding professional, all of that, but I'm also uh, ex expanding the brand, the brand awareness among professionals that I want to know about us. Yeah. So... It's just like a real estate agent. They'll drop. They'll they'll do letterbox drops. They they know you're not going to sell your house now, but the percentage is within the next twelve months. You know, twenty percent of people are going to buy or sell. Yep. Yeah. So yep. It's the same type of deal and process. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're in a situation. We've got no work. We're going to come up with some strategies 
things that you can talk about, uh, put into play and, and put into your plan and schedule, that's yeah. actually going to make a difference for you. Yeah, yeah. So the, you've already started. You've already started reaching out. You're using the Magic Wizard Sales Methodization Academy to get these yeah. bigger clients. Treat that as your long-term strategy. But you want to be doing yeah. it regularly. The more consistent you can do it, and you manage your task all through Asana and you yep. keep that consistent, then the more regularly you're going to be able to have these companies coming in and say, hey, I'm going to send you a workout now and it might be three months' time. But, yes. but you finally get that job and it's your time to shine. The other ones are going to come in you know, really quickly and you're like, oh, well, that's awesome. I went in there yesterday and they already sent us a work order. That's good luck and you can have that and that's great. And then the consistency is where they all start to synergize. So your long-term effort, say in three months' time, you're still consistently going out, doing one or two a week. And then, you know, the, the ones that from three months ago are starting to send you work, you're also getting the ones from yeah. that are good luck coming in straight away. And yeah. the ones from two months ago are starting to send you work as well. And then you look at forward even more, so six months, nine months, now you're getting this real awesome chain of work just flowing in. Yeah. So, but following that method, like we talked about, is really, really important. And understanding that, that this is a, a long process, six months, it 12 is. months, yep. you know, and I'm expecting that and that's fine because at the end of the day, um, you know, I know every single phone call, every single phone follow-up, it's only moving me closer and closer toward a long-term relationship that I can rely on. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Cool. All right, next one. So here's something you can do right now. And it's yep. how many customers have you got in total? I think I have uh, I think I think have hundreds of customers. I hundreds. don't know the exact number, cool. but I'm, I've got hundreds, yeah. Of those, how many emails and phone numbers do you have? Um, I've got everyone's phone number, everybody. So I could definitely do a text message. Yep. Um, of, of the emails, I did used to operate a lot screenshotting um, quotes and invoices. I used to screenshot them via text. Yeah. But I do I would probably say a good forty to fifty percent of those customers I have got their email because I have been asking for them yep, cool. recently. Yeah. Now you tell me this. If you get an email from someone, how likely are you to take time to read it fully? To be honest, it's only if I think it's going to offer me any value. Yeah. Now I I I can tell when I'm on an email list and I'm I'm getting I'm getting stuff over, uh, over and over. But if it's something that seems important or something that's out of the blue, I I do think I would email it. So yep. if if someone was to email me and whether it's a friend, if a friend was to email me or someone that I knew six months a year ago, you know, it's a very likely chance I'm going to open it. If I'm on an email list, I'll, like for example, Grant Cardone. There's no chance I'm opening it. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So here's the thing. Let's split it into two again. So how likely would it be that if a friend emailed you that you would open it? Just throw out a percentage. 90%. How likely would it be if a business emailed you, how likely would it be that you would open it? Only if I liked the business. If I liked the business, I'd probably say I'd still open it. But spend time reading it. Spend, well, you know, it is less likely than a friend. Okay. If you got an yeah. SMS from a friend, how likely is it that you would read it? 
100%. If you got an SMS from a business, how likely is it that you would read it? It's still close to 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. It still is. I, I do think that SMSs are a lot more valuable than emails. Yep. Because there's so many junk folders and spam folders to get around. Yep. You, you have to really approach SMS very carefully when you're SMSing. There's nothing worse than getting, I have an offer for you. Click yeah, here course. to opt out now. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that sort of shit just pisses me off and it probably does everyone else. <laughs> so if, when you're SMSing your customers, like we always talk about treat your customers as your friends. Yeah. Hey, Jenny, how's it going? It's Scott from Hot Electrics. I was just wondering exactly. uh, if my install is still good from when I did it, you know? I'm just checking in to make sure the work I did is, is still going strong, you know? Something like that where yes. you're just showing interest in them, not mm -hmm. interest in you. You're not saying, hey, Jenny, just wondering if you have any work because I've got no work on. Love some <laughs> more work. <laughs> please give me some more work, please. Jenny? Are you there? Right back. <laughs> so, 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 right. Right all about that. Yeah. So imagine if you went out to JB Hi-Fi and bought something, right? And not JB Hi-Fi messaged you, but Jess from JB Hi-Fi messaged you. And she said, hey, Scott, just running over out who bought what, you know, three months ago. I was just checking if that Yui Boom speaker that you bought still going good. Let us know if anything's not working, bring it back and we'll replace it with a new one. Now, the likelihood okay. when you're a good service person, you're a good electrician and you do your work to high quality, the likelihood that someone's going to have a broken piece of equipment that you have to go back and fix is pretty slim. But when yeah. you've got high, when you've got, you know, high quality products that you're putting in and you've got high quality electricians that work for you and they're out there doing good quality work, the likelihood is pretty slim that you're going to have to go back if you make an offering yeah. like that. Now, if something yeah. is broken, then it goes into the communication ballpark where you can actually communicate your way around things and finally end up charging or getting some extra work out of it anyway. Exactly. But not only that, you are then reversing a negative opinion someone has on you. Yes. Oh, this person, you know, and I wasn't even aware that the ceiling fan was wobbling, for example. Yeah. And you, you think because them when for we, it. Yeah. And when we left, it was fine. Yeah. So that is so now, true. Yeah. Now, with that experience, for someone to have that experience from a company is invaluable. Like, not sorry, from a person. Someone to follow up three months later. Yeah. Is just crazy. So there's ways you can automate that and teach in the academy and you can automate that process. So as soon as you finish your job, three months later, six months later, whenever, that's when the SMS gets sent out. It'd be great that, yeah. It has the custom field, so the first name goes in, you know, of your customer, has their phone number, yep. sends it out. It's something that no one does. In, in times of distress, like now, it'd be definitely worth um, having a generic message that you just changed the first name yep. and copy pasting it to all your customers. And it might be two, 200 text messages that get sent in a day, copy pasting, just changing the first name. Yep. 
because it doesn't it doesn't sound salesy. It does sound personalized. Yep. Uh, it doesn't doesn't sound scripty, and it is just taking interest in them because that's going to open up a lot more uh, opportunities. Yeah. So all you want to say in that message, man, and this is what I want you to do today, if possible. Yep. Is a message that says, you know, hi, first name, fill in the blank. Just checking if the electrical work I did for you is still in good order, working order. Just want to make sure we're providing a really good service for you. Scott. Yeah, no, no, how are you or how how's this or any, any of that? Well, the thing is when you're SMSing through a, a software, it's a character based and it can cost you a bit. So you got to keep okay, it yeah. really short and concise. Yeah. Um, but yes, yes, definitely. Some courtesies are great. Hope you've been well is a good one because it's short. Yeah. So what you need to do then is go to your accounting software, do a custom customer search, and then you want to export everyone that has spent money with you over the last, you know, forever, all time, and yeah. upload that file into something like smscentral.com. Now, SMS Central is the one we use at Response Electricians and it's really easy software to use and you can send it out with custom fields. So when you upload a file of your hundreds of customers, it takes the first name field and puts it into all of your messages. Yeah. So you can send it to everyone at once. And, so you, and is, it, is it like like 10 cents an SMS or something? Or how does it work out? Yeah, it works out like that. So I can't remember exactly what it is. And you buy credits, but certainly worth it yeah for that personal connection with someone and it goes straight to their phone and just like you said 100% readability yeah. especially if you're reading it as a friend so send it as a friend you know yeah and obviously you're not going to put any link in it because there's a lot of links in SMSs is from businesses I get yeah no li- like at, at, no links at the bottom at the bottom would be a link or, or a um a link or a uh, phone number now will this phone number come from my number it's a number that you create in SMS Central. Okay. So what yeah. happens if they call that number or reply to that number? If they reply to it, you can set it up so it sends you an email and you can reply via okay, email. Cool. What happens if they call that email, call that number, do you know? Uh, you might want to, You might, if they call it, I don't think it goes through. It's an SMS only line. So okay. you might want to put your phone number just at the bottom. Do you think, yeah, it could be as simple as, you know, regards Scott Hot Electric 0401, so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's worth, you know, I understand the automation and the power in that, but a quick copy paste? Or, or do you think the automation is a lot more powerful? What, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. It is, it depends how much time you've got. And yeah, true. if you want to be consistent with it, you're not going to have time to copy paste your hundreds of customers. You're just not. No, you're right. So you can, what you can do is order it and rank it. So customers in rank and yeah. SMS the ones that spent over $500 with you, you know, and True. only SMS them. And it might be a list of 50. Now 50 is manageable. 50 mm. you can go and send. You can just copy and paste it. And if you've got iMessage on your Mac, then you can do it faster from your computer. Yeah. So that's something you definitely look into and I, th- I think you should test and measure and but if it comes to now and it's going to take you too long to set up uh automated system mm. then start anyway 
and see yeah. what sort of response you got from your personal phone because you've got unlimited text messages, hey? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's going to cost you zero dollars. It's just your time. Yeah. Just get a systemized approach to it so that you're not losing track of where you're at and who you've messaged yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Now, another thing I want to cover, in times of where money is very low, do you agree that the best place to be spending your money is advertising and marketing? Is, is that where you would say that that is where everything should be spent or you should test and measure without, you know, and evaluate? Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Just depends on so many things, actually. It depends on what sort of work you're doing, what sort of yep. clientele you have. Uh, there's no point marketing to uh, something like AdWords for homeowners when your business is primarily industrial if you yeah, want to keep doing industrial. So your time should be spent going out and meeting with industrial businesses to get more industrial work. Yep. Depends on the situation for you, knowing your situation. I'd say, you know, advertising is a great way around it. Test and measuring is really important. It takes time though. Use systems mm -hmm. that work predominantly first. But the best thing you can mm. do is not wait for it to become reactive. You know, I know it sucks to hear now because yeah, definitely. That's... But at the end of the day, I think the the best one of the best ways of my time is personal visits on property managers, calling property managers or builders or whatever field that I wanted to tap into because it's only costing my time right now, and that is a re that is a proactive approach to my time. Yep. I agree. And look yep. for every opportunity possible. So if you're out, out at dinner, try and find an opportunity to drop off your card to that yeah, restaurant. Definitely. And if you're, you know, the the more you ask, the more you get. It's just that simple. It really is. Yeah. I've, uh, booked, I've, I've booked in for a B&I on Thursday morning as well. So I've never, never been to one of them before. Um, local businesses. Yep. Um, a bit of a network group. Yep. So, mate, see how it goes. Goes for an hour. I start at seven a.m. and see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anything can help at the, at this stage, if you're getting, if you're getting it to that point of crit critical, low levels of work. Yeah. Uh, anything can definitely help. Now, you know, making connections and phone calls is probably the cheapest thing you could do, with the biggest result you can get. And. Yeah you know, looking for opportunities there, but consistently doing it, not to the point where you're doing it to the point where you're uh, saturated with work and then stopping for months until you've got no work left. And so where's all the work going? And then you're going back to like stress mode and then you're trying more and more to get more work in, you know? Yeah, is there any way that you think, I know you said, and it's definitely obvious and it's the best advice, don't let it get like this, of course, is there any like what like what warning signs could you tell me because you know we normally book out for a few days in advance up to a week um and then we've always got leads coming in but all it takes is you know a, a lead here didn't convert a lead there didn't convert three days no phone calls and before you know it you know those those few days of of work that you know we booked out for you are no longer booked out for and being the service company that I want to be, that I want to be, someone called me just then. I'll be there first thing in the morning. I, I love that 
that you know same day not same day yeah. service but i love that that you know i can do it straight away yep yeah not oh we're, we're booked out for three months at the moment but if you want to wait like i don't want that yeah um i want to that way i feel like i can expand yeah how do i find that fine line are there any pre uh, warning signals that i should keep my eye out of for or is it more so just focus on doing all i can every day and you know have faith <laughs> have faith yeah I think it's, and you know, when it comes to doing all you can every day, I think that's, you have to be honest with yourself. Like doing all you can every day means you're following up every single quote that you've ever done. Yeah. And you've got some systemized approach to your follow-ups. So you know exactly what you've followed up. You, you know exactly what the person said last time you talked to them two days ago. You're... You're working to negotiate as well, but being really conscious of where you're, where you need to fall out and say, no, that's, I'm not doing it for that amount. I'm, this is, sorry, get the other person to do it. Yeah. So have room in your quotes to, to come down if you need to, but understand where that point is where you're not going to make profits. So there's no point you even pursuing this anymore. Delete. Yeah. Yeah. So understanding with a systemized approach to your quote follow-ups, getting every phone call that comes in, so important on the reactive mm. model. You need to get the phone calls, you need to get the quote done straight away and you need to be following up every day. Definitely. If, or if they say, we'll let you know in about a week, you're going back in four days. You say, you know, yeah. a week's coming up, just seeing how you're sitting with things. Is there anything else I can help you with? Do you need to understand that a little bit more? With the reactive type, you are going to get a lot of people who are going to want the cheapest price and they're calling up for the price. And I know I spoke to you and Kirk about this. Is that with the time that we have, we, we just do the best we can with to connect with their situation and to assure them that they don't want the cheapest. But, you know, we are the cheapest that we can be that isn't cutting any corners. That's kind of the, the best general feel of the phone call that you can give rather than someone saying oh yeah what's a, what's a ballpark for this oh yeah no worries i'll give you a call back mate you know yeah. what i mean which which is fairly common yep i, I then uh, save their number and their name and the little, little description of the phone call into a signer and i give them a call back within four hours if not the next day Absolutely. Uh, and and i guess that's really all i can do if they're going to be a shit paying um, client i'm not going to lower our our price to yep. match their needs. Yep. I'm, I'm going to, you know, this is what it is, you know, and kind of just go from there. Yeah, man. Be happy. Be really happy about people not coming with you because of price. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, yeah, cool, because I don't want to deal with your shit. In, like, you're just telling me at the start of this phone call that the person we did that discounting video about is calling yeah. you up now saying you've done even more problems. You've got to come back and fix it for free. This is someone you've yeah. already given all of your profit to and they want more. Discounting <laughs> is just the biggest piece of shit. And especially when Absolutely. you don't understand it and you're just giving discounts and you're pleasing someone with a discount. It's like, it's, it's making the financial aspect of it the most important thing, which it's not. Yes, true. You're attracting more people like that the more people like that you serve. It's just, yep. that's just the way it is. So get Absolutely. really good and feel really happy about not working for people that don't want to pay 
you what you're worth. Yeah. So, but then it's a matter of, you know, it's been years of you attracting this sort of person. So now you've got to sort of break away from it, which takes time as well. And you're sort of left in this little dead patch where you're not taking on the shit cheap people that are trying to drive you down past your profit margin so you're paying them to do their work. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to get away from them while you're trying to attract new people but still in the mentality of the old way, which doesn't attract the people that want to pay money. They just want quality, assurance, and professionalism. Yep. So when you're, you've you've got to fall into that model, and that model is all those things you just said. Following up, when they call you, and they're following up, you know, four hours later, and when they say, you know, oh, you're the only one that's followed up. Thanks a lot. Let's get the job booked in. Yeah. You know that they're the ones that are gonna be those high value customers. And when you yep. create your lookalike audiences in, in Facebook and you only have high quality people, you're going to get a high quality list of lookalikes. But that if you've got true. a real low quality list of customers, you know, say 500 people of real low quality, then you're mm-hmm. going to get a really average re- like lookalike audience and you're just going to attract more and more people like that. That's very true. And that's something I've been doing lately. I've been doing a lot of quotes for old customers, which I, w- I would do work for when I was a sole trader, when I had no expenses, when everything that I earned is what I lived off type of thing. Yep. When I wasn't paying proper taxes, proper superannuation, all the proper compensation, workers comp, none of that I'd never had. I yep. just did the best I could with the knowledge I had. Yep. And then two, two, three years later, you know, when the prices have, gone through the roof you know that they're, they're, they're really you know, upset about it but at the end of the day you know i, I don't want to be that sole trader that's working for for cash on the side you know i want a yeah. professional business a, a brand that people can trust and will be around long after i'm gone yeah not you know let's just let's just do this you know i'll put it in my back pocket we'll go on a holiday i don't want to run a business like that yeah man awesome i want to be professional yeah yeah for sure no, so well you done. have to get those. That, you have to get that quality customer. I understand yep. that list building may take time. Yep. And the people yep. that you want to be following up are people that, you know, with the SMS thing we talked about earlier, the people that you want to be following up are the people that didn't cause you any problems. I've got yep. a I've got a model where I delete customers, and I Kurt goes, oh, we've got this customer and they want a discount and you know all these problems and they're complaining and they're this and that. I said, give them the discount, delete them. They're never coming back. Yep. And yeah. you know that's how we have to be because we don't want customers like that, and we want to make sure that you know the customers that we're serving are the ones that value our service, and we do everything right. So when you want a customer, you know when we've got a customer that comes in and values what we do, you know giving back to the community, giving back to you know the industry, helping them get the best high quality service with safety and quality, you know, best products, all those sort of things. When we get customers that value all those things, they don't ask about the price. They don't worry about the price. It's, price is secondary. Yep. It's not even important. And yep. the people that do start to complain about price, you know, they don't value our service and so we don't want to serve them. That's fine. Go somewhere else. It's like if the Gucci brand, right? low income earners can't afford Gucci. Yep. And 
they've done it, they've modeled it like that. So exactly. you just got to be careful what, you know, the people are thinking about your brand and yes. your perception within the industry. And you've, you, you don't just charge a high price and then give a low ser quality service because that's low value. No. But when yes. you provide awesome customer service, awesome, um, sorry, awesome customer service, amazing levels of quality product, then people are going to value that and they'll buy that because of that reason. Otherwise, you go to yeah. Bali and get it really cheap or Very buy good. it online from China or something like that. You know, that's, that's fine as well. If that's what they want to be doing, that's fine. Let's let them go to and do that. There's no problem with that. Mm. Totally understand. So at the end of the day, we, it's good for me in the back of my mind to be categorizing people and not, and ca having my, my character, my prices, the company's standards, the company's morals strong as a rock. Nothing can break through it. And we're disqualifying people. We don't move what we represent up and down the ladder to match the customer. So yeah. we're not like, we're not like it, the chameleon that changes to suit the customer. This is what we are. Are you going to suit what we do? If not, go and find someone else. Brilliant analogy. Yep. You're not going to change up and down side to side to suit the customer. You provide yep. your service at this quality. At this, these are your benefits of using us. Here's the price. Do you want to use it or not? That's it. Yeah, for sure. So I'd like to jump in. So we've talked about, you know, your long-term customer acquisition strategy. We've got, yep. and we've got our actual reactive things that you can do with your existing customer base that you've got now. Then you've got what you can do with even people, hot leads, leads and phone calls that are coming in and how to keep that, yep. that work rolling through continually rolling through yep. um, so that you're not left, you know, working for three days and then, oh, where's all the work? And not actively, proactively following up your quotes, doing a mm. quote straight away, following up those phone calls that came through that day. All those sort yep. of things are going to have huge impact on you. Yes, definitely. And it's going to allow that work to keep flowing. But without it, you're not going to be able to do that. It's just yep. you're going to get to a point and you finish the job and you're like, okay, time to get into our quotes. Too late. It is. Because now you're going to have to sit there, do the quotes, and stress out about how you got no work on. And it was a couple of weeks ago that we had such an awesome week. There were so many big jobs on. We got them done. We got them all finished. We're both on the tools flat out. It was amazing. And then got to Friday. Holy shit, we've got nothing on Monday. Yep. You know? And then... That week was a slow week. And now it's the week after it again where I am spending a lot of time trying to bring in work. But at the same time, I'm dealing with these old customers and old leads that expect, you know, cheap-ass Scott to go and look after them, mm. you know, because – and the best way I can look after them is do dirt, dirt cheap prices and that's not what I want to do anymore. So because of that, there's a very low percentage of converting leads. So now um, through a conversation we've had, I'm going to start targeting new professionals as well as a hell of a lot of text messages. And I'd like to also tweak my AdWords to, to get some more leads in. Yeah. Cool. How did that feel, man? And what, what do you think is going to really have that big impact for you this week? 
Well, it definitely felt great. The reason being, uh, it's very hard to stay optimistic when there is no money and there's no leads coming in, and it's very hard not to stress. Um, I've been stressing all day, haven't had lunch, but it's great to, you know, no matter where it is, to stay optimistic. And a lot of the things that you've shared are very simple and can be done with no cost whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and now I feel a lot great. And what I'm going to do straight away is to start text messaging some old customers of ours Good. To, to start to whether even if I'm generating problems, problems are something I can fix. Yeah. You know, I'd rather solve someone else's problem than they have. You know, then me me not even knowing about it, and they call someone else to solve it. Yeah, now, exactly. I would, I'd rather solve it. So, yep. you know, that's that's the first big thing I'm going to do, and um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, cool, man. And make sure you jump in and follow the uh, Magic Wizard Sales Method in the Academy Level Six. Yeah, get onto that one. Go through each of those because in that order, because that method works. And so, yeah, get into that. Make sure you're writing your notes and your personal notes and what you're actually going to target, who your target audience is, all those things we talked about, and make sure that you are following that method and then changing it and looking at how you can change it and testing and measuring it because your method is going to be slightly different and that's what's so magic about this sales method is that I'll teach you the foundation, then you build it for your own personal use which True. fits you. And I realize and I appreciate everyone's different. The way they approach things is different. But hopefully I can give you the confidence you need and the, the process you need so that you can hit it with 80% accuracy from the start and then you can dial into that last 20% after that. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. So good luck with that. And Thanks looking so forward to seeing how you, how you go this week, catching up with things. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All right, have a good one. See ya. You too. See ya, mate. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Just a reminder, use the promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast, all in capital letters, at checkout at the Electrician Success Academy to get a lifetime 10% off for being one of our awesome listeners here at the Electrician Success Podcast. Anyway, have a fantastic day. I hope you're crushing it out there, and I'll see you in the next episode.